Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. We're going to be talking about tomorrow here. We're speaking with Taylor Black. Hey, Taylor, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk to you, Taylor. Taylor has one of those jobs that you're like, wow, how do I get a job like that? Uh, he is the principal program manager for the Office of the CTO's Incubator at Microsoft. And we will talk about what he's working on in that incubator and really kind of how he's helping push innovation forward in a big, big way. But before we get there, Taylor, tell us a little bit about your background and, and your career. Yeah, so I find that uh, my background ends up being a little bit uh, typical for people who work in the venture studio space, um, which means I'm a jack of all trades. Uh, I have a law degree. I, I founded my own B2B SaaS company a number of years ago and sold it. Um, I've, I've worked in business intelligence for some of the Fortune 500, like T-Mobile and Disney. Um, and I've also helped build incubators at places like the Invention Science Fund uh, before coming to Microsoft. Uh, so a little bit of everything, and, uh, and that's the way I like it. So you find yourself in Redmond and working at Microsoft and what a what a great place to be as really I as, as I alluded to uh, you know uh, Microsoft was a a big customer of mine back in the day and I know them know them quite well uh and it's exciting you have so many bright people but tell me what being a, a driver of an incubator looks like at Microsoft Yeah you know we we kind of approach it as a a corporate innovation ecosystem, really. Uh, the office of the CTO is is kind of a coordinator of a lot of different efforts across all of Microsoft, technical um, and innovation kind of broadly. What our incubation studio does is we, we come up with ideas and we source ideas from across all of Microsoft, uh, bring them into our incubator, like a small startup, even though they're not incorporated separately, and run them like a lean startup uh, should be run, uh, starting with a small, you know, two or three person team, growing that idea up until it becomes a, you know, 70 person team and then launches into a product group, um, to become a brand new strategic business for Microsoft. Um, now, of course, there's a lot of attrition along the way, as all such innovation pipelines have, uh, but that's kind of our core model. Uh, we do a number of other kind of innovation programs as well, working with other incubators across Microsoft. Um, uh, we're in the process of potentially working with external incubators as well. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, we partner closely with our, our mergers and acquisitions venture group, uh, our corporate venture capital arm M12, and our Microsoft for Startups program. Um, it's, it's so a holistic thing. So, yeah. So Taylor, maybe, maybe explain to me a little bit better on sure. how, how does it actually work? I mean, let's say I'm, I'm working at Microsoft and I have an amazing idea and someone says, oh, well, you got to talk to Taylor. Uh, then, then what happens? Yeah. You talk to me and I, okay. uh, and we, we chat about your idea a little bit. Um, sometimes the ideas that folks have are, are really 
profound and great ideas, but not necessarily <laughs> a fit for my incubator. You know, my incubator is intended for big strategic bets for Microsoft, things that Microsoft isn't doing currently. Um, uh, so, so often some of the ideas I'll say, hey, do you know what? That's a great idea. Uh, here are some great resources to help you flesh your idea out a little bit further. And maybe you can go work with Microsoft for startups for it. Or I'm aware of this uh, venture studio outside of Microsoft that might mm. be a better fit for that particular idea. Um, other times too, they're, they're, they're key, uh, insightful ways in which we can grow a current pipeline of product or current um, offering that Microsoft already has. And so I'll have them work with an incubator who's closer to that particular division or that particular product surface. Mm -hmm. um, the ones who do come to us and, and we are like, well, yeah, that could be a, a big strategic business for Microsoft. Those, um, we work together. We build out a six pager. The six pager is really just a, it's almost like an investment memo where it walks through the business idea, uh, explains the market, explains what customer touch points they've had thus far that helps validate that. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit about the technology path and then some, some um, uh, thinking around what their uh, ask will be to our, our investment committee in terms right. of dollars and headcount in order to build this out over a course of six, 12, 18 months. Do they hold on to any like ownership of it, of it, or is it just, is it all, how do you, how do you remunerate yeah. folks for like, yeah, it, it's all, and this is a fascinating topic, but yeah. um, that, that I, you can spend a lot of time on. Yeah. Uh, it's all currently within the Microsoft's own compensation plan. Okay. Um, and so these aren't, these uh, ideas aren't incorporated separately. Mm -hmm. uh, they aren't given their own equity stack, as it were. Right. They are, they're all internal to Microsoft and the employees on these projects, um, all FTEs, um, are compensated like regular employees where this uh, incubation ends up being the thing that they're driving forward or the program they're driving forward that right. ties into their review cycles. Oh, that's cool. That's great. Well, I mean, I think it's so critical. And, and certainly, uh, my experience with Microsoft is that you have so many bright people there, uh, with many, many brilliant ideas. So it must be quite interesting to hear those. But I mean, Taylor, your job really gives you an amazing purview of what is a big idea? What is what are the major trends that matter right now to invest in in innovation and really kind of the state of innovation? Um, what, what are you seeing right now in the market? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting, particularly coming off of a, a really heavy venture capital investment period over the last couple of years um, uh, and now, you know, rolling right into a bit of a recession. Yeah. I think in many ways, though, what it's doing for um, corporate and venture capital ecosystems is that uh, there's a lot of big money available for startups, available for innovation programs, and there's a lot of talent uh, that's been freed up, uh, for lack of a better word, um, that to work on these sorts of things. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's, it's interesting to me because what I've what I've been finding, at least working with teams internally, is that um, it's a lot easier to get people into the innovation and the entrepreneurial mindset mm -hmm. because everybody's a little bit uh, operating a little bit more scrappily on, on, no, tighter, I like that. on tighter budgets. Uh, yeah. And, and the, the people who, and because talent is, is uh, more available uh, mm -hmm. perhaps than it had been, I'm seeing venture studios uh, and um, uh, 
corporate venture programs really having a lot of great people to work on those kinds of ideas. Now, don't, don't get me wrong, the start startups themselves are probably going to have a bit of a lean time. It's going to be harder to raise. Um, but I think the ecosystem as a whole, the, the innovation and startup ecosystem as a whole, is really poised for some pretty fantastic growth over the next three to five years um, as we kind of are in this hunker down build period. Are there specific threads within that world that you're seeing more promise in or more excitement about? Yeah, certainly. I mean, generative uh, AI is uh, what yeah. everybody is, is talking about uh, now. I mean, you, I mean, you see what we came out with uh, chat GPT. And yeah. that's that's really, I think, a very early indicator of a, of a massive paradigm shift by the way um, an amazing product isn't amazing that, product yeah yeah i mean yeah. look i've done some uh, uh research uh, in the in the machine learning space myself and uh yeah it's impressive that's <laughs> yeah. impressive so kudos it is well, yeah, and and uh, I mean, I, th I think it's really insightful of Microsoft to invest in OpenAI, you know, a number of years ago. Um, and actually, Kevin Scott just gave a really interesting keynote um, on where he thinks the generative AI technology is going to be going um, in the next couple of years. But but that's it's it's that sort of technological breakthrough that really inspires a lot of um, innovation and innovative thinkers to say, hey, this is a cool technology. Yeah. But how do I take ChatGPT and make it something that's not just, you know, something where you post screenshots to your Twitter and and um, uh, make, you know, funny jokes about. But how does this really change my human experience on on a daily basis? How, do, how does this uh, become a companion for me in my life uh, so, so that I can scale myself uh, mm -hmm. and, and bring a lot of bring a lot more to my human experience? The voices in my head will really be the voices in my earbuds, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Taylor, you know, I noticed that you you stepped into this amazing role uh, right in the middle of the pandemic. And it'd just be great to hear that kind of journey of uh, you step into this role right in the heart of the messy time and how it's evolved and maybe some insights that you you pulled from that experience. Yeah, certainly. You know, it, it's uh, it's still a bit of a challenge in some ways, you know. Um, I've met with my whole team uh, in person once since I started a year and a half ago. Um, I hadn't I didn't meet any of my team members for a couple of months um, in person uh, at all. Um, and, and for me, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm an extrovert, and so meeting in person is something that I really missed over the pandemic. Um, but perhaps more importantly, from a business standpoint, uh, a lot of my role uh, ends up being influence. Mm. And so uh, one of my primary tactics before the pandemic was uh, walking the halls uh, and getting to know people door by door. And, and it's really hard to ignore somebody who's uh, leaning in your doorframe, but it's really easy to hit decline on a meeting invite with somebody that you've never met, right? Yeah. Um, so in some ways it feels like I've had uh, one arm tied behind my back uh, uh, it, it, when I first started out. But <clears throat> what I've discovered is that uh, people kind of shifted to this new norm and uh, it became routine to have, you know, six or seven half hour meetings a week with people that I hadn't met before. And they knew that this was going to be a thing that happens. This is how we are replacing the coffee break or replacing the wandering down the hall. Right. Um, and honestly, because of the global spread of Microsoft and, and the fact that a lot of my team members are dispersed across the United States and the world, uh, it ends up being a more cohesive experience for our team as a whole to to work 
uh, in this virtual fashion. Yeah. That said, that said, uh, uh, one space in particular, which is I, the idea generation work that I do, um, that I think has taken a bit of a toll in um, in uh, this virtual period. Yeah. Um, when we're face to face with each other on video or um, when we can be semi distracted by, you know, doing a little bit of work while we're in a virtual meeting. Yeah, uh, it doesn't lend itself to the same kind of uh, quick idea ideation uh, yeah. that used to be possible in, in small groups. Yeah, it's, it's a really actually an interesting point. I, I've struggled myself, uh, you know, I the classic whiteboard moments where you kind of have that eureka and everyone comes together. I know that we've seen a variety of products appear in the market over the last couple of years to try to fill that gap. hasn't It just hasn't worked for me personally yet. But um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm sitting here in a, my studio that's surrounded by whiteboards. So there you go. Yeah. I, I, know, I know. I know. I'm I, maybe it's a. Maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But you're absolutely right. It it's. It's a different different approach that has to be kind of sought there. Yeah, and you, you know, I think I think too, what it does is there's a good kind of silver lining to it too, which is um, uh, whiteboards. I think uh, lend themselves to extroverts uh, standing in front of a group of people and expounding. Yeah, um, uh, which isn't a bad thing, and, and there's yeah. ways in which you can mediate that in in a in a group, but but I think we might be hearing more now from uh, voices that were more quiet yeah. um, on the more introverted side of things, or perhaps great the, point. the people who don't stand want to stand up in front of a whiteboard. Yeah. Um, and and that's and that's been rich. It's just different from my experience, particularly as that that sort of uh, extroverted my whiteboards over there sort of person. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I hear you. Well, Taylor, I mean, here we are at the end of the year, I'm catching you right before the holidays. Um, what's your outlook for 2023 and, and what's on the innovation and incubator docket? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm super excited for this next uh, six months in particular. Um, there's two major efforts that we're pushing forward um, that I think really take advantage of the the economic situation we find ourselves in um, and a lot of kind of the pent up growth and innovation that I feel in the overall uh, innovation ecosystem. The first of these is that we're, we're kicking off a series of um, innovation sessions. Um, innovation sessions for us end up being that uh, those the very top of our funnel, which uh, are ideas. We, you know, we'll generate thousands of ideas that turn into hundreds of prototypes that turn into five incubations and maybe one successful product. Right. Um, and and that's that funnel is uh, is brutal, but the being able to innovate at the top of it and, and come up with a lot of really cool ideas in a variety of different spaces um, is something I'm, I'm really excited for. It kind of gets that idea flow going. The, the second thing that I'm excited about, and they kind of go hand in hand, is uh, we're really doubling down on innovation community internal to Microsoft. We're, we're building a consortium of all of our different incubators across the whole company. Right. Um, we're building a, uh, a uh, way of um, uh, being able to run projects with our incubate, incubations themselves. So say that uh, you might be an engineer, uh, you know, over in Azure, um, but given your project, you want, want to take on a little bit of a stretch goal. We have a program that we're calling uh, Pilateers where you'd be able to do uh, kind of 
project discrete work with some of our cutting edge incubations where you get to expand your skill set and repertoire and our incubations get to directly benefit from those uh, insights from other individuals across the company. Oh, wow. um, so I've seen a lot of great like cross semination and, and uh, uh, idea flow uh, coming into this new year and, and I'm excited to see what it brings. Yeah, I really love that. I mean, if you can get all of those different efforts to 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 work uh, more seamlessly, the amount of data that can be cross pollinated must be amazing. And then yeah. you mentioned earlier this idea of working with other incubators, perhaps outside of Microsoft at some point. That's even, you know, that also adds another wrinkle to the whole story, which is very, very exciting. Taylor, it's been amazing talking with you. I mean, I love what you guys are working on. If someone was interested in getting in touch with you to learn more about Octo and, and what you guys are putting together on the innovation front, where's the best place to get in touch with you? Yeah, uh, LinkedIn is great. We use it kind of as a company uh, intranet. Uh, it, it being owned by Microsoft helps. Um, but yeah, that, that's a great way of getting a hold of me. And uh, it has my work email in there as well. Well, Taylor, this is great. Um, I really appreciate you being on Uncage today. We've been speaking with Taylor Black. Taylor Black is the Principal Program Manager for the Office of the CTO Incubator. Uh, he is really driving incubators and incubator thinking at Microsoft and working with a variety of other groups on innovation and really bringing that to the fore. Um, it's been great to talk to Taylor about where Microsoft is today, where they're planning to push this stuff going forward. And clearly machine learning is somewhere in the mix. Taylor, thank you so much. And we look forward to having you back on Uncaged. Yeah, thank you. Cheers.